Welcome back to the Fundraising Bright Spots podcast. This is episode 104. My name's Rob Woods, and this is the show for anyone who works in fundraising and who wants ideas and maybe a little dose of inspiration to help you raise more money and really enjoy your job. And if you work in individual giving, or you'd like to hear some interesting examples of proactive donor-focused fundraising to help you be bold with one of your own ideas, I think you're going to love this episode. Today, I'm sharing more examples from a thoughtful, creative fundraiser named Phoebe Cooper, who is Senior Marketing Executive in the Committed Giving Team at the UK animal welfare charity, the RSPCA. You may remember Phoebe was one of two special guests who took part in our 100th episode. That time, I shared the first half of our conversation, recorded in early June 2022, in which she explained how listening to this podcast has helped her fundraising in various ways in the last couple of years. For instance, she mentioned episode 88, in which Ben Swart and I talked about one particular concept, the obstacle is the way, and gave examples of various fundraisers who've deliberately searched for opportunities within the difficulties they've faced in recent years. Phoebe shared how she's been using this approach to search for and find opportunities within the many challenges of the cost of living crisis. In today's show, I'm going to share the second half of that conversation recorded with Phoebe at the beginning of June 2022, in which she explains two other initiatives she's implemented in recent months. I think you mentioned there was another way you've applied this concept of the obstacle is the way in relation to solving challenges around gift aid. Yeah, Rob. We found this statistic, and um, according to the charity finance group, gift aid as a tax relief raises £1.6 billion in additional income for UK charities every year. Yet, there is around £560 million of gift aid going unclaimed each year. And learning that statistic was, I mean, it's just mind-boggling. So we thought, well, let's investigate what are we missing out on? What's our unclaimed? So under further investigation, our finance department revealed that in 2020, gift aid generated over 5 million for the RSPCA, yet a staggering 1 million still went unclaimed that year. Um, so there was that massive opportunity sitting there. And we tried digital and direct mail campaigns in the past with minimal success, to be honest, for, for raising gift aid awareness and getting people to opt into gift aid who hadn't previously opted in. We took a step back and looked at it from a donor's perspective. And gift aid, it's not a naturally exciting or engaging topic. It can be confusing for supporters. So we just wanted to find a way to raise awareness while making it more accessible for our supporters. Ultimately, that obstacle of of it not being accessible and it not being this, you know, it's it's an administrative decision, not an emotional one. So how to address that with our supporters and help raise awareness. So we... We took part in Gift Aid Awareness Day, which the Charity Finance Group um, champion each year. We revamped the Gift Aid page on our website. To make it more accessible, we created a fun and engaging video that was to educate our supporters about Gift Aid. And we decided, instead of a DM campaign, direct mail campaign, to do a telephony campaign Um, to coincide with Gift Aid Awareness Day with the sole goal of raising awareness. And it was a massive success. And we were able to claim approximately a quarter of a million pounds off the back of this campaign, which was so amazing because that money is just sitting there. And and with Gift Aid, it's not only for 
your donations from the past four years, it's also going forward. So you've got that future income as well from these from these new gift aid declarations, which will continue to have that profound effect. So the goal of the campaign was to you know tackle what's the best way to talk to our supporters about gift aid and engage them. And for us, that was telephony because it is more supportive. Like you're able to have that conversation and answer questions and determine is it appropriate for you to opt in or is it not? And if it's not, then we can help you know it's not the right decision. So yeah, it's just that supporter led approach. Wow, that's amazing, Phoebe, the difference that your and your colleagues' efforts internally have made in terms of, of helping people with the gift aid process understand it better and make better decisions that are in their interests as well as the the animals you serve. So congratulations on all that hard work and it paying off. I also love the fact that it's not just about past, also about the future. Hi, it's Rob, and I wanted to quickly let you know about our two flagship courses designed to help you grow high value fundraising results. That's the Major Gifts Mastery Programme and the Corporate Partnerships Mastery Programme, which both start again in October, 2022. These programmes are designed to help you grow your skills and confidence through a combination of masterclasses and individual coaching support. As well as the cutting edge techniques they learn, participants often mention that a powerful factor in their progress is the supportive relationships they develop with the other participants across the six months. For example, one participant on last year's Corporate Mastery Programme, Laura Matthews, shared in episode 92 of this podcast how she used ideas from the programme in her first ever corporate pitch, which was successful. The ensuing partnership has been worth well over £200,000 for her charity, Hearing Dogs. Here is a very quick clip of Laura talking about how being part of a supportive group helped spark new ideas and grow her confidence. I think interacting with the other members has been really useful because you're not all from similar charities, but you're obviously all in a charity and having just that backwards and forwards conversation even at the beginning of a course is really useful and hearing other people's successes also helped me to say actually that would work I need to try that but yes it definitely gave me time to implement it and it's given me such amazing confidence in corporate fundraising which I definitely didn't have before so it's definitely worth it. The next programs will start in the autumn of 2022 and at the time of recording this they are filling up fast. So if you'd like to find out more about either the Corporate Mastery Programme or the Major Gifts Mastery Programme, go to brightspotfundraising.co.uk forward slash services. Right now, let's get back to my chat with Phoebe as we explore another idea from these podcast episodes that caught her imagination. To go to a different theme, uh, there was there was another key idea that came across in the podcast that got you thinking. Yeah, so the other one is... Is, it's that wow factor, wow your donors. You know, there was a really interesting episode with um, Cleo Grisani where she's talking about it's not KPI setting, it's wow moment setting. And, and it's thinking, what are some ways that we can create wow moments in individual giving? You know, there's, there's so many different um, examples you give throughout your episodes, actually, you know, drinking through the straw with a hole in it, um, rose on Strictly, dancing without without the music and the face-to-face fundraising during COVID with the orangutan mat. And they're all very different scenarios and they've all got different wildly important goals. 
But the main goal is the same, and that's to wow. So with, with this in mind and wanting to create a wow moment, we looked into orchestrating a, a mass thank you mailing for all of our individual giving donors. And the brief for that thank you mailing was to give our supporters goosebumps, a rush of pride, a, a wow moment. That was, that was the brief for the letter. And it was for the cost of living crisis. So we wanted a pure thank you letter, something that acknowledged the crisis while reinforcing our gratitude and expressing the ability for our supporters to reach out to discuss their donations should they wish to. Entering the cost of living crisis head on with our supporters helps to show them we see you we care about you yes we've got our main goal our mission is for animals but we care about you as people as well and it ties in as well with Laura Crowdace she highlighted in episode 76 I think it was the incredible power of going the extra mile with genuine thanking so Putting together this pure stewardship piece with no financial ask was a bold decision to make. And we did send it out across digital and direct mail channels to just around 500,000 supporters, which is a mind boggling number. And we wanted to have a wow moment within it. So using the statistics that our um, buyers team were able to share with us and working with our data team, we were able to build in a little bit of personalization helping to tie it closer to home these are the the animal stats in your county these are the cruelty incidents in your county to just show them just what a big impact they're making close to home and make it more personal to them it's still early days we sent this out in april so as the cost of living crisis was <laughs> just coming down on us all so it's still early days and a stewardship piece like this it's not something that you can measure with instant results you're not getting income off the back of it it's not an income generating piece but the goal of it is that lifetime value and it's imprinting in someone's heart I am an RSPCA supporter through and through and and building that lifetime value for the pipeline to legacy for in more involvement with volunteering and events and just looking at the society more holistically and how they can be involved in, in other areas of the society. Um, so it will be interesting to see what impact that has, whether or not people do a try if they will come back when they are able to. And also I think the thank you letter was particularly powerful because we linked it to a landing page so whether you got the direct mail letter in the post which is from Chris Sherwood our CEO um, to give it that extra bit of power or if you got the email you had this link to a landing page with this gorgeous thank you video that we threw together it was very it wasn't perfect um, by any stretch but it was heartfelt and from our different inspectors and animal care assistants and you know the boots on the ground really who are out there doing the incredible work that we do um, for animals every day so really impactful piece for our supporters. Thank you for explaining how you went about that Phoebe and yes it's way too early to see a difference that's making in lifetime value but maybe already you have got some sense of some of 
the benefits and the fact that it's working? Most certainly, yes. We've already received loads of calls and letters, some handwritten letters from our donors just expressing how much they appreciated receiving a truly genuine thank you. That wasn't actually asking for anything. One person wrote in and and they were so surprised by the statistics that were from their county that they were actually telling us about all the different dogs in their village and the three greyhounds at the pub that are so well taken care of and it was just really lovely to have all this wonderful feedback and I think it's really shown to our internal teams as well just the importance of the piece and and saying thank you and how valuable that is I have to give all the credit we've got the most amazing leadership team that were supportive and willing and encouraging of this stewardship piece which you know it's on face value isn't income generating, but for the lifetime value of our supporters is arguably invaluable. So Phoebe, yes, these things are never solo efforts, especially in a larger organisation. It always requires lots of teamwork and working with others and good decisions uh, from the leadership team. So congratulations to everyone involved in approaching your, your donors and communication with your donors in this holistic and enlightened way i i love it and thank you for sharing the example i need to get you away very soon but thank you so much for volunteering to come on and talk about how the podcast has helped you and these wonderful ways that you and your colleagues have put the ideas into practice and i look forward to catching up with you again very soon thank you so much rob it's been a pleasure well I hope you enjoyed hearing about some of the things that Phoebe and her colleagues have been doing. If you did and you've not yet subscribed, do click that subscribe button today so that you don't miss out on all the other episodes we've got coming up, as well as access to the entire back catalogue, including episode 100, so you can hear about another valuable initiative that Phoebe implemented recently. You can see a full transcript and a short summary of today's episode on the podcast section of our website, which is brightspotfundraising.com. If you're interested in finding out more about our Major Gifts Mastery Programme or the Corporate Mastery Programme, which start again in October 2022, then do check out the information on our website at brightspotfundraising.co.uk forward slash services. And if you found today's episode helpful, then one thing I'd really appreciate is if you could take a moment to share it on with your colleagues or on social media so that we can get these ideas out to help as many charities as possible. And Phoebe and I would love to hear what you think about this episode. We're both on LinkedIn and on Twitter, I am at Woods underscore Rob. Finally, thank you for listening. Good luck with your fundraising. And I look forward to sharing more Bright Spot examples with you very soon. Bright Spot.